0: Could you give at Marks with Mike's podcast a shout out? Shout out! Hey yo. What am I near Bye bye y'all! Bye bye y'all! Yo! Are you kidding me? This is Mister Six Foot Nine, L. Cheat, and Dre the Juice You're listening to the Marks with Mike podcast. Let's start the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, once again to another episode of Marks and Facts. You already know what it is by the sound of my voice. That's right. It's your boy, Mr. Six Foot nine, JT, back in this piece once again. And of course, I am rolling with both of my co-hosts on this episode. First of all, I got to say, what's up to L. Cheech all, all the way out there in New Jersey? What's going on?
1: What's up? Uh, what's going on, everybody? Just, you know, listening to some family. Oh, how's everybody
0: doing over there? Shoot. Laying back like a Cadillac, just chilling. Laying hand in the cut like a Band-Aid. So many different metaphors and phrases I could use, but of course, I can't go any further without <laughs> saying, what's up to Dre, the Juice Man? What's going on? Yo,
2: what's going on, people? How y'all feeling? Have a good show. It's been a busy week for me. Let's get it. Don't forget about your juice boxes, bro. Oh, oops. Hello, juice boxes. Daddy's tired t- this week. Sorry.
0: Should have had a V8. Should have had a V8. Nah, I definitely understand. Being tired and no, man. It's been a very long week. But before we get any further, we definitely need you to follow us on all of our social medias. That's on Twitter. That's on IG. That's on the Book of Faces. It's very simple. It is at Marks with the Mics. That is M-A-R-K-S-W-I-T-H-M-I-C-S. Follow us and subscribe to our podcast on whatever uh, podcast app that you're using right now, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Radio Public Castbox Pocket Cast Tune In Stitcher Breaker Overcast. Look, you get the point. We are everywhere where podcasts are available. Uh make sure you subscribe, like, give us a five-star rating. If you feel we were good, give us a three. Anything that I need for three, you hate All right, because shit. We definitely better than the three. But yeah, anything lower than three, you hating. And, of course, make sure you go to Watermaneuver.net to purchase our merchandise. Uh, of course, our latest merchandise is Positive Vibes Only. It's not just a statement. It's a movement. It's a way of life. Too much negative energy can have you unbalanced mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Try to spread more positive vibes out there. And definitely support the cause by typing in Marshall Mike's once you go to watermaneuver.net and you will find Positive Vibes Only. And that is a mouthful. And I think we're ready to start the show. So we got to kick it off, of course, top of the week. Uh, It's Monday. And because it's Monday, it's Monday Night Raw. So we have to talk about that fairly quickly. Uh, A couple things happened on Raw that I was definitely excited about. Um, You know, you had the whole Raw Underground debuting. You had Apollo Crews returning back to action. You had a new faction debut. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. But let's start off talking about Raw. So, big takeaway from Raw Cheech. What was one of your big takeaways? I mean, we could talk about Raw Underground, because we took a poll on that, and the numbers are actually pretty good. But what was your takeaway from Raw? I
1: mean, definitely gotta be (laughs) the Raw Underground. You know, that's what pretty much, you know, because, of course, it's like they threw us a curveball because they started, um, you know, teasing that there was going to be a new faction making, you know, they usually don't say that because it's from, it, it came out of nowhere, a faction, you know what I mean, out of thin air. So anyhow, next thing you know, we see the, you know, the fight club type of shit, you know, Tyler Durden fighting, you know what I mean? And um, you actually had girls, you know, dancing and shit, you know what I mean? They were all covered, but just that quick visual, I'm like, yo, what the fuck going on here, yo? Yeah, Shane, Shane, you know what I mean? I I don't know what the fuck, you know, my takeaway for that, I think it was like a a Bloodsport Wish version, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know if y'all remember Matt Riddle, you know, had a show with GCW, and um, it was called Bloodsport. That one Matt Riddle left to WWE, Josh Barnett. Took it over. Josh Barnett is the youngest heavyweight champion in UFC history. And um, he, um, you know what I mean? He kind of took offense to it, I guess. You know what I mean? But other people, I guess, seem to like it. Even uh, CM Punk seemed to not shit on it. You know what I mean? It'll be dope if they keep going, leaving it like that. And have all the girls too, have girls in it. But um, who knows, man? Yeah. It it looks too forced. But then again, I don't know. It's like twenty twenty is Bruce Pritchard, pretty much the answer. You know, we don't know. We'll, we'll see. God knows. Perhaps um, Mr. Phil Brooks becomes the the pencil, you know what I mean, but other than that, and, uh, Monday Night Raw, I can't really tell you, everything was just crazy, you know, although, yeah, the faction showed up, retribution, why they did what they did, I don't know, eventually make, will make sense, quote unquote, but yeah, the Raw Underground was really, um, I me. Mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, it was a head scratcher for real. What you guys
2: thought about that shit? I loved it. Um, you know, something new, like a nice jolt in the arm. Only thing I really didn't like was like how they kept going back showing the girls. Like, first of all, I didn't even see the girls in the in the place. It's like they just kept going back to them. Like raw underground, the girls dancing, have a little music playing, you know. But I I love the little shoot fights. That shit was crazy, especially when um when the hurt business went in there. That shit was crazy. You know, it like they're like we're here we're running this stuff and, and you know, Bobby Lashley dropping people on their head and M V P like watch out, watch out big man, I want some, I want some Then they in there fighting then then the funny part was M V P was like Like Sheldon, he said something about your mama and the big dude coming like, I'm i am I'ma whoop your ass and Sheldon Bridge and put that motherfucker right on his ass that shit was crazy so you know i like how they had like different like different new people but then they also brought some of the you know some of the current talent i think the viking raiders where eric went down there he was fighting so i like how they i I like i like that you know i I think i just hope they don't drop it you know but no we'll see how it goes definitely was something fresh i know i didn't like the girls being dan- like shown in every five seconds, either. though I thought that shit was kind of corny, but overall, I think it's something that would definitely have me interested.
0: Yeah, man, those those girls dancing reminded me of PlayStation Two graphics, just on repeat. Like you, you remember like it was that Def Jam Vendetta, and like you have the people like moving in the background. Oh, doing the Whoa, same thing. whoa, <laughs> whoa. Let me tell you one thing. Don't you ever.
2: Don't you ever compare that shit to one of the greatest PlayStation 2 games of all time, all right? Def Jam, Def Jam Vendetta was a great game, by the way, all right? Don't you ever. you go Compare it to the the, the PlayStation 2 models from Grand Theft Auto 3, all right? There. That's there we you, go. Thank you. There we go. That's better. Don't you ever disrespect Def Jam Vendetta. Great game, by the way. Vendetta and Lost for New York.
0: Thank you very much. You're right. My bad. My bad. But yeah, that shit, it just reminded me of uh, graphics on repeat on PS2. I mean, it was pretty dope. I mean, as far as the fighting going. I mean, but we did take a poll on uh, IG and Twitter. Uh, On IG, 75% of the people liked it. 25% of it didn't like it. On Twitter, We had a choice between love it, liked it, hated it, undecided. And coming out, uh, a lot of people liked it. Um, 46% liked it. 8% loved it. 31% of the people who voted hated the segment. And 15% of them were undecided. So um, I guess it's a mixed reaction, you know, all across the board, but you know, just uh, go ahead and piggyback off what you said, Cheech and Dre. Uh, I hope it's not a pushed and stop situation because if we all can remember when the 24-7 title was introduced by Mick Foley, the stage was supposed to get a little darker, you know, supposed to look a little bit more darker inside the last hour wall all and Less than, what, two months, they dropped the whole lighting situation. So I just hope this is something that goes on. I mean, Josh Burnett has every right to be kind of pissed off because he's been kind of keeping the whole blood sport thing going. But, you know, I say, hey, why not bring him in to help you, sh- show you how to really run it and make it look good for television? Because if you go back and watch some of Josh, Josh Burnett's uh, fight. On, on Fight TV some of his um specials. <laughs> it looks great. And you, you can see people like uh Davey Boy Smith on there. You can see um filthy Tom Lawler on there. There's there's a lot of people that you mm-hmm. can see on there.
1: Yeah, he um he trained Shayna Baszler too.
0: Exactly. So why why not bring him into the fold? I mean, you can still have Shane kind of be that mouthpiece, but I will probably bring Josh Barnett in to be the one to help organize that to make it look better. It looked good. It, it didn't Okay, it didn't look horrible. It looked good, but I'm not completely sold on it. I'm intrigued to see more of it, but I'm not sold on it because, you know, it was just the first you know little episode of it, but I hope it's something that continues to get better. I mean, maybe we get some of that talent that's not being used to be, you know, inside this uh, raw underground. That'll be great. But, you know, that's to be continued. Another thing out of Raw, top moment for me. Um, really wasn't a long match, I guess. The Street Profits were in the match against... Uh, who were they up against? Does it even matter? But let me just go go ahead and get to the point that I'm getting to. So somewhere during the match, uh, Montez ends up collapsing. Right? He ends up collapsing and go they take him to the trainer they come back uh, come back from the commercial they're at the trainers and here's Bianca Belair coming out of there out of the room and she's um, confronting Zelina Vega and Andrade and Angel Garza and you know she said straight up she, she was like look I know you have something to do with it just go ahead and say it you know and Zelina started saying some shit Bianca ain't want to hear. Like you could see in Zelina's face as soon as Bianca started to take off the air range that shit was about to go down. So that that right there kind of took me back home. Like, you know, that's that's the ride of die chick right there. Like, you know, I put I'll put you in a body bag, <laughs> over my dude or some shit like that. So I definitely like that that segment out of Raw. I mean, it wasn't very long, but it was short, but it was right to the punch um one of your top moments coming out of raw Dre. um my top
2: moments of course raw underground was one um i liked uh i don't think that was this week i think that was last week was that last was that this week no i think that was last week never mind Uh, um i i'm liking the whole feud with um with with Dominic and um and Seth, I think that's, I think they I think they scheduled for SummerSlam. Is that right? I think they about to fight at SummerSlam. We're gonna get there. That, that's right. They fighting at SummerSlam, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. So of course it's, uh, Dominic. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I, I'm kind of intrigued for that. I think Ray will be back for SummerSlam, but um, you know, I'm intrigued by that. I like the whole storyline. I like it got better. You know, I like that the whole thing. You know, they tried to. You know, punk out, Tom Phillips, um, with, in the words of Chris Jericho, Dan, or whatever he used to call him back in the day. I thought that was hilarious, but um, and then you know, Samoa Joe got up like, I was laughing the boat. So what you motherfuckers gonna do about it?" And they and they went, "Bitch!" I think that's crazy. So I, I like that feud, and um, you know what? And I like the, you know, it's it's underrated, and it's not getting a lot of attention, but. You know the whole Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre build up is not bad either. They had some good words on Raw Monday. You know, ringing up each other's past and stuff. So you know, I you know I think that's that's my my sleeper moment from Raw. But like my main thing is is the whole thing with the with the uh, Raw Underground and the Hurt business. I I love the Hurt business. You know, I hate that they they're losing. I wish they'll make them a dominant faction, let them just run roughshod over, you know, the people in there. But, you know, I mean, that's those are my moments from Raw right there. You know, that's my three moments, you know. So there it is.
0: There it is in a nutshell, man. Yeah, the Hurt Business definitely needs to be going on uh, one and three, if you ask me. To be quite honest, I mean, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, hopefully they do something smart. Like, I don't know, push the hurt business to the moon, but this also could be a way, you know, a, a way for them to build, build on, you know, these moments of them losing and, you know, having them regroup and get themselves together. So I can't wait to see what happens with the hurt business. Um there's a lot more to cover. You know, and as we leave on the Night Raw, we have to talk about Impact Wrestling. But before we talk about Impact Wrestling, we got to take a real quick, quick.
1: Break.
0: Hey, yo, I see y'all boys, man. I see y'all doing y'all thing. I'm proud of y'all, JT. Y'all keep it up, man. Proud of you, Chief, for always being funny. Shout out to the shoes, man, for always mentioning Impact. Y'all keep doing y'all thing, man. I definitely enjoy the podcast and uh wish y'all best. What's up Marks? My name's Andy. I listen to you guys all the way down here from Puerto Rico. Um I just finished um the one with Christian Cobain. Um, I wanna congratulate you guys on a good show and congratulate Mr. Six Nine on the new member of the family. So you guys have a good one.
2: Hey guys, over at Marks with Mikes, this is Connie 87 over on Instagram. Just reaching out in regards to the big Tom Tucker giveaway.
0: Keep doing what you're doing, looking forward to future episodes. And we are back. Listen, make sure you all do definitely leave us a voice. The only thing you have to do is click in the description of this episode. Inside that link there's gonna be something that says send a voicemail. Leave a voice message. Uh, Click on that. Once you go ahead and leave us a voice message, get in contact with us by either dropping a comment inside the comment section of the podcast app that you're listening to or hit us up in the the DMs. I mean, I've already gave you our social medias. I'm not about to spell it again. I get nervous when I spell anything more than once. Uh, And there's probably like, I don't know, a lot of people listening to this right now. So I'm definitely nervous. But Let's go ahead and get back into talking about this crazy week of wrestling. So, Impact had a lot of interesting moments, man. I mean, the start off, Impact, of course, it was tweeted out uh, for the TNA Heavyweight Championship. We had the champion moves going up against Heath. But my last name is not Slater anymore. And, of course, this match was a championship match. And in order for Heath to get a contract, he had to beat. Heath Slater. I'm sorry. In order for Heath to get the contract, he had to beat Moose. But uh, what ended up happening, unfortunately, during the match, um, Heath ended up, of course, dropping him with his finisher, but also ran into the referee. referee was down, and Moose went for the McNuggets, gave him a low blow, pinned him one, two, three, and the man who has kids still has no contract. I mean, I like it, my personal opinion, because this is just showing the bully side of Moose even more, which I love. I mean, it's very dumb in the hill. Uh, he's not given enough credit, in my opinion. So I definitely appreciated that um, that aspect of it. I mean, Heath is going to be around. It just makes the chase of him getting the contract. You know a little bit more sweeter kind of reminds me of you know the WWE draft when he didn't get drafted and he had to literally win a match to get a contract so if that's going to be the case I hope when they do it it's in a strong sense not so much of a weak sense so uh what are your thoughts on he's taking the L and basically what was that like his first match with impact what were your thoughts on that Cheech
1: He's being, you know, given a storyline of Rip, you know, even though they that storyline they playing is. I said, he just decided to show up and fuck it, you know what I mean? I was in WWE, so I got the right, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, okay, we are trying to give you a contract. You got to do this. Oh, so, I don't know, because then, you know, you have – you know, moves, but then you got the other one, the EC3 and shit, but um, you know, I, I don't mind it, but then at the same time, I think they should have been introduced differently, you know, so kind of hard, you know, sometimes when somebody's being perceived such as such. To me, they should have waited, but then again, you know, he got kids, he got to feed them. should have waited, you know what I mean, kind of People kind of forget you. And then you come back. You know what I mean. But it's easy to sit and done. But um, yeah, let's see if it's you know. It's it just something that they just threw out there, just like a filler. And then depending, cause you know how they go. Cause um, you know, let's see what happened.
0: Dre, what's your opinion?
2: Me personally, you know what I think. I think he's gonna get to this feud. And he's going to become a jobber in there, too. I, I, I just see it. That's what I see. He may bring back, damn it, I got kids, I need this job. You know, basically, is that's basically what it is. I got kids, I need this job. It's, that's just not saying that. But honestly, at the end of the day, I think he's going to get his contract. He'll get it somehow, some way. But then I just think he's going to be a jobber, man. Like, I mean, it's cool. It's cool to introduce, like introduce him you know hopefully they do something with him it's a good introduction to get him introduced to TNA but my opinion he gets to this go have a tag run right now, and then be a jobber mm-hmm. we'll see man
0: we'll see he looks good though but we'll see hopefully he doesn't get the Sean Spears treatment on AEW but we'll, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll definitely see but it it was definitely some, some other great moments there on impact of course You know, you had Eddie Edwards battling Sammy Callahan, uh, which was pretty good. I mean, Eddie Edwards going over on Sammy after after Sammy was jumped before the match, pretty much, uh, by RVD. But, you know, pretty good match. I mean, it's showing Eddie going over a former heavyweight champion. And this is kind of like building his legacy, in a sense. The second go-round as heavyweight champion. So, Hey, if, if, if he's going over a former champion, I'm with it. You know, definitely with it. Um, it just seems like this era match is going to be happening pretty soon because, course of course, on impact, everyone got a chance to see Rich Swan announce his retirement from the ring and very captivating. I mean, <laughs> Rich Swan really doesn't get enough mic time. And for him to pull off their promo, he did. He, he did a great job. I mean, all all the impact stars came out to the ring, knocked on the ring, which is you know, which is a show of respect as someone is um, retiring, you know. And he's selling the injury pretty damn well. But what made me even more captivated about this segment was seeing Eric Young come out of nowhere, attack Rich Swan in such a sadistic, such a way. Like Eric Young, he was a he had some heel moments in TNA, but he was never this twisted. So I like this character that you know he's presenting right now in Impact Wrestling. But that was some sick shit. I definitely appreciate seeing that. Another top moment I want to talk about from Impact <laughs> um, Wrestlehouse. Wrestlehouse is one of the most entertainment segments all throughout wrestling. I mean, everyone has like their whole cinematic universe. That's awesome. That shit is great. I love it. <laughs> I love that shit too. I agree with you. Yeah, Wrestle House. Like, shout out to Wrestle House. Like, that needs to be something that's shot on YouTube, but by itself as well, not just so on Access TV. But I would like to see that as a series on YouTube. So I'm definitely digging it. Um, moving on from Impact. We got to talk about the Wednesday night wars, the ratings wars, if you want to call it that. I mean, we could talk about these ratings, which were way out there um, for those who care. AEW versus NXT. AEW took a whopping, whopping lead over NXT. Um, almost, I want to say, what was that, 200 by 200, I want to say? It was about two hundred thousand. I think it was what?
2: 975? 900, I think they almost hit a million. I think it was nine seventy five, I think.
0: No, nine nine hundred and one thousand viewers. Oh. To NXT 753,000 viewers. That's even with Pat McAfee, it still wasn't enough. Yeah, but you know, that that I mean, I'm gonna be honest. AEW had the better show that week.
2: Yeah, they did. They did. They did. I, did. I mean, so, the only thing—yeah, uh, the only thing that was good on, on NXT was the. Um, even though uh, the matches were good, uh, don't get me wrong, the matches were great. I think the just the whole thing with setting up Adam Cole and Pat McAfee for for um, NXT Thirty. I think that setup was. Oh my god, I wonder if he is he still sleeping? But I think that setup was nice. But
1: that was about it. Yeah, I I, I I didn't get to see that that part what? when um, Pat McK- McAfee came out. Yeah, I, um, I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing. But, you know, they go on full force, you know what I mean? Getting as much attention as possible, you know. You know, ESPN is going to be all over it, Fox Sports, you know. And at the end of the day, that's what they want, right, business-wise. But um, I'm curious to see where they go with that. Pat McAfee and uh, Adam Cole after that. But for the sound of, you know, uh, <laughs> everyone, it seems like, well, uh, he was a punter, right? So he got, he went Randy Orton on, on Adam Cole. That's what happened.
2: No, man. Nah, no, he made it. Go, go! He made Randy his punt look like a little tap kick compared to what Pat
0: McAfee did to Adam Cole. Whoa! Oh my God. Get out of here. Yeah, he he literally Ray Finkle laces out, uh, <laughs> laces out Adam Cole's face like this was this was Blade Blade Brown in classic kick. Like, oh my is, goodness! This Jesus. is this is Duncan Pennerview's kicking the football.
2: Oh in my class. goodness!
0: Like, like he kicked his <sighs> shit Man, out of Adam Cole's face.
2: Hey, he's still he's still on that um, announce table. Sleep.
0: I never seen somebody fall asleep that bad. <laughs> <Man>, <bro. laughs>
2: remember remember that episode the Dave Chappelle well, um. When Wayne Brady when they did the Wayne Brady skit. And remember remember when he shot Darnell Rollins and he hung across the
0: car. <laughs> that's that's exactly how Adam Cole look at he got kicked. Yes. Man. <laughs> he was man, his
2: phone my goodness. I'm like, damn, is he all right? He was asleep. He was asleep. I I don't think Adam Cole went to work with him. I don't know. Uh, I don't know man I don't, I don't know man he might want to rethink this one
0: I don't know man I mean like literally bro I mean I guess that answers our question from the previous episode is it a work or is it a shoot uh, looks like it's a work to me because at NXT 30 we got Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole I mean it sucks you know that of course it, it, it interrupted the match between Imperium it on rally, but you know it is what it is. I, I definitely like the whole Triple H getting involved, shoving McAfee, and you know Shawn Michaels uh, holding back Adam Cole. Like it looked, it looked legit. I, I liked it. Uh, it was definitely something, definitely something that kind of fed fed into, like I said, the the original clip from Pat McAfee's show. So. You know, just like you said, Cheech, I mean, this is going to be all over sports. You know, sports stations, sports TV shows, and things like that. It's going to be covered. Uh, a couple of the big big moments from NXT, and then, then we'll talk about AEW. But, you know, a couple of the big moments from NXT I definitely want to touch on. Um, first of all, we got to check on Rhea Ripley. Make sure she's all right. Because it looks, looks like she probably received a broken nose uh, from from Dakota Kai because she leveled the shit out of Rhea Ripley like I don't know what's up with everyone just getting these kicks to the face man like you know it kind of reminds me of Charlie Murphy doing the Rick James skit it was like man shit I, I, I kicked the fuck out of him you know just Rick James flying and hitting the mirror type shit like everyone's getting these kicks. And <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> like literally, bro. You like, like, <laughs> he was like he was like,
2: I had to, you know, check him, you know, he could kick the shit out of him.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: ah Wait,
1: cold blooded.
0: <laughs> Everyone's getting checked with the feet game, man. I mean, but I definitely, you know, Definitely enjoyed some some of uh, NXT's top moments that night. I mean, if you want to talk talk about you know besides the, the Dakota Kai defeating Rhea Ripley, I mean that was great uh, enough in his own. Um, <laughs> Bryson versus going up against uh, Shane Shane Thorne, who we really don't see a lot of former TM Six One tag team um, going up against Shane Thorne, Damian Priest. Only Larkin and uh, Ridge Holland. Now he's looking real good. Ridge looks like a star, bro. Like a bonus. Yeah, you like star. that? Go ahead. Yeah,
1: man. he he looked awesome. I said that you like that. Like that dude look awesome, and um, he got that Peaky blinders type of thing. You know what I mean? Mood with that little little of stick, whatever the fuck it was, but. I was surprised. I wasn't expecting for uh, Damon Priest to win. And, um, you know, I guess he's a Benson, you know. But um, I guess um, Steven Regal has some other ideas, you know, with the people that already had lost in prior, you know. I guess they're getting another crack at, you know, one of the spots for the North American title and shit, so. Yeah, but, yeah, he did look look good, and um, Oni Lorcan, you know, aka Beef Music, he always been, he's like Cesaro, you know what I mean, he's always delivered, you know.
0: Yeah, man, Oni Lorcan, that's another guy, Yeah, you're right, Mm -hmm. just like Cesaro, he delivers, but doesn't get that cred that he rightfully deserves, like, There's no way you can justify not having, first of all, Team 1-2, him with Danny Burch, not at least holding the titles once because they had a hell of a showing at NXT TakeOver. I believe that was Chicago a couple years ago. There's no way that you can justify not Arnie Logan carrying the uh, NXT Cruiserweight Championship. I mean, dude is badass, and if you fire him up, Enough, he's gonna give you the best 10, 15, 20 minute match. Hell, even a seven minute match, the dude he goes balls to the wall. Like I, I just wish he got the proper just do. Hopefully that's something soon to come in NXT. Uh speaking of NXT, one last thing I did want to touch on from there. Um, besides besides the whole, I don't know, besides T getting not Knox versus any Hartwell. Keith Lee, I think the only thing to me that definitely stood out next NXT would have had to been Pat O'Reilly. I mean, <laughs> Pat McAfee. <laughs> the only thing that would have stood out to me was Pat McAfee, like seriously, because it was unexpected. It was something that I didn't see coming, and it was the top moment for the night. I mean, yeah, Keith Lee put down Cameron Grimes, but... You know that was the top moment for the night to me, Pat McAfee and Adam Cole. I mean, I'm very intrigued to see what happens in NXT 30.
2: I, I mean, we we knew it was coming. I wouldn't say we were unexpected. Maybe we was maybe we was unexpected by that kick. I, I think we all was. I,
0: I, I, I think Adam Cole was yeah, too. But, you yeah,
2: know. I, I think I think Adam Carlos still was sitting on that damn uh, announce table. Slump. But
1: I, that's
2: a big boy. I, I don't know if Adam Cole wants to smoke with him. Usually these guests don't be built like that, but hey, for a punter, I don't know. Adam Cole better, I don't think Adam Cole better not take this lightly, man. I'm telling you, man. I don't know, but Pat McAfee, do like, he might, he might, you know. Might, might, might beat the shit out of him. You might, you might fuck him up. I don't know. You might fuck him up. Oh, you might fuck him up, man.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Teach. What, what, what you think? You, do you, you think McAfee go gonna, gonna give give uh, Adam Cole the business?
1: <laughs> man, um, I don't think that would be good for business, right? <laughs> Having a fucking punter beating a uh, top star, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, man. It's just kind of weird, you know. They they went that route, you know what I mean? But they had us talking about it. You know, they're gonna go forward, but I just can't see fucking Adam Cole losing to Pat Mc- McAfee, you know what I mean? For what we know, he'd been probably been training on the low and shit. Next, thing you know, his motherfucker's on. You know what I mean? Like could do, you know, some bump, take some good bumps and shit. But nah, I don't. I don't see um Pump McAfee doing shit to Adam Cole.
0: To be honest, I mean shit. I didn't see it either, but when when he kicked the shit out of uh, <laughs> kicked the shit out of Adam Cole, that kind of changed my mind on the whole perspective. But who, who knows? I mean, you know, maybe maybe he, maybe he has been training. He he gonna fuck some up. I I
2: love Adam Cole, baby, but I, I don't know that motherfucker better trying because. Cause if Pat McAfee kicked that motherfucker again. He go kick his head into the fucking third row, and and kick a field goal and get three points. Although he he
0: he go fuck him He's He
2: to fuck him up. I
0: don't know, man. I mean, to to be continued, to be seen. We'll see what happens. Uh, pretty sure Adam Cole's not seeing much of shit right now, but um, yeah, that's gonna be something to definitely, you know. Definitely be be on the lookout for for NXT 30. I mean, who, who knows? Maybe, maybe McAfee forms a faction with Mojo rally <laughs> You know, the, t- the two former football players. Oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe McAfee coming to wrestle is replacing Gronk, you know, from siding with Tampa Bay. I mean, it's a multitude of situations. Uh, But we have to talk about AEW. Big surprises on AEW. AEW, like I said, before we started talking about NXT, just had the the better show that night. Uh, Far as just drawing out. The only thing that I'm going to take away from AEW is that fucking 12-man tag match. Once again, who's booking this shit? Is Teddy Long booking these 12... Man, tag matches. These ten man, tag matches. Next week, I promise on Impact, there's gonna be a fourteen man, tag team match. <laughs> I can see that shit <laughs> happening, bro. I can see it. I mean, because I swear, I, I swear, bro. You know, right. I know
1: next week, my man. I, I think there's some. NBA games or something, so I think Dynamite gonna start like at eleven.
0: But um, no, 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 no. There's a, there's a, there's a lot of uh, scheduling changes that yeah. we will talk about. But I don't know, man. These, these twelve man matches, man. I, it's hard for me to focus, bro. Like that was a good match. Nah, I ain't gonna say it, and it, it, it was all good, bro. There was like a lot of moments a lot of moments, uh, you know, just watching the matches where you could see them waiting, like literally waiting for for the person to, uh, you know, connect with their move and yeah. it, it it just looked kind of mm. kind of botchy. Because it, it was it, it, it was just too much going on, like too much. And you know, this definitely makes the dark order look more goofy and goofy the, the, the more right. I see them. I like the dark
2: order, and I like how they ended that match. How it. because it's like, first of all, they had to be the biggest faction in wrestling because it's about thirty of them in there, thirty-one because I just got added. So it's a lot of us in that motherfucker, man. We 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 like the goddamn the, the, the I don't want to say the the, the gangs. I don't want them to come after us, but. We we they like the 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 the, the big gangs like biker gangs and shit like I'm like damn it's like ninety of these motherfuckers I said what the hell is going on
0: Yeah, it's a lot of people in the dark order, but I just had a weird ass thought right, and I'm not trying to just away from AEW, but we can get back to it. But what if WWE is spoofing us with retribution as uh, <laughs> retribution? As uh, a dark order parody, that's just a thought. That's just a thought. But back to, but back to back to this this uh, twelve man, twelve man match. Um, a lot of things went on. I mean, you know, people going down. We're, we're we're not sure if FTR is coming back to the ring. You know, and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, the dark order ends up taking a W. But you know. The match was exciting, but at the same time, it was confusing. So, I'd say do away from these multi-tag team matches. Like I said, anything over over a six-man or eight-man tag, like, to me, you just might as well just have a battle royal. Hands down. Because that's just a lot of people. I'm sorry. We can talk more about AEW. We can talk about AEW uh, having, <laughs> having a pretty... A pretty great match, uh, a pretty great outing between Derby Allen and John Moxley. Like, Derby Allen comes with the John Moxley mask, and I, I thought that was pretty dope. You know, almost toning him from the very start. You know, unfortunately for Derby Allen, he didn't come out with the W, but I think it was a good match that pushed both of these guys to their limits. Uh, I'm not going to say like all the way to the limits, but far as John Moxley really gave Derby Allen a good rub. I mean, this is not their first time having a match, you know, but they had a couple matches in independence before for a W had a TV schedule, but you know, I'm definitely digging it. I'm definitely digging it. As far as that going on, it's not going to be a long-term feud. What I like to see Derby Allen, come forth and have a legitimate feud for a title, I would love to see it, but I think they're gonna continue to build on um continue to build on Derby Allen as it comes up. Please tell me you called Derby Allen versus John Moxley.
1: Yeah, that was a good match, but you know, it's kinda like, you know, Derby Allen, John Moxley's, you know, Selling for him, it's like, come on, man, you can eat this little motherfucker. But, um, Darby Allen could take hell of a bumps, you know. We all know that. I don't know, I, 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 for a minute, I thought that he was gonna actually come out with the win, you know, Darby Allen. But I guess they sticking with the guns with the big dog, um, Jack Moxley. It was, it was kind of like. You know they put in the spotlight from somebody different. You know, with Darby Allen being there. You know, next to John helped him. somebody so small stature. You know, he got the you know the skater look, but he's more darker, you could say. Yeah. And that new tattoo he got that makes him stand out. But yeah, it was a good, it was a good fight. Main event, I guess it was because it was the, you know for the belt. But hey. Some, that something else could have gone last, and um, you know, of course, the fact that um, ECE was back on TNT, you know, that helps help a lot in the ratings and shit. Yeah,
0: that was a major surprise having Eric Bischoff show back up on TNT first time in over twenty years, or should I say, the first time in twenty years being on. TNT. I mean, the guy has been on TNT since WCW was bought by WD- w- uh, WWE, So it's crazy, man. Just just seeing Eric Bischoff back on TV, having uh Chris Jericho and him have a little spat. Uh, one of my favorite parts was, you know, I don't I don't like you, Jer- I don't like you, Bischoff. I haven't liked you for t- what do you say, like twenty. 20- 22 years, and Bischoff's like, it's 24 years, and I don't like you either, but that that was a pretty pretty dope, you know, just seeing the interaction, had a little debate with Orange Cassidy, and you know, pretty much just giving him a rub. I mean, this whole time, I mean, you got easy Eric Bischoff, and you have Jericho, and you're getting a rub by both. I don't know if this is a long-term thing with Eric Bischoff. If it is a long-term thing, then AEW needs to redub themselves WCW. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> they need to redub themselves. Um, because I can see the writing on the wall if it is something that's long-term. Uh, I would love to see Eric Bischoff involved inside AEW. I just want to make sure that AEW doesn't lose focus of AEW uh, at the end of the day. But, If Eric Bischoff is at the helm or, you know, helped or involved in any of the decisions, I'm with it. I am totally with it. Uh, This is a major game changer. If that is the case, if he is, quote-unquote, all elite, then (laughs) this is a real major uh, war Uh, at this point.
1: Yeah, but I think they also... Perhaps could have um, higher air bishop just in like an appearance basis. That's like something like um, Macardona If I'm mistaken, this like he signed, but he signed by appearances. So I think he signed like a six appearance thing like that. So perhaps they could, you know, bring them. Then, if anything, they probably keep them. But I guess that's the way they they have been have been doing it yeah
0: if that is the case i'm with it dre how do you feel after all this time seeing eric bischoff back on tnt and on the AEW platform i
2: mean i was shocked I, I you know i was surprised i wasn't the last person i would expect would be him as a moderator you know i think it was a I think it was great having him there you know just to go off what you said him in the interaction between him and Jericho saying that like he was 22 years like it's 24 and you know that I thought that was hilarious you know but I don't think it'll be a long-term thing I think it would just be a one-time only thing I don't think you know I don't think I don't think Eric Bishop really gonna come back to wrestling I don't know I think I think he's more fit for these one-offs like that and I, I liked it that it was surprising fresh you know, I think he would have got a big pop if it was a full crowd there, but it was cool. I liked it. You know, it's good
0: to see him on TV. Hell, shit, I loved it, man. But hopefully, you know, I know if he is on elite, it's definitely something that is going to be a game changer. I mean, hey, look at the ratings. Uh, you know, not only does controversy controversy equals cash, it also equals ratings because Eric Bischoff. Was back on television. Uh, another thing, you know, talked about from AEW, Matt Cordona's, uh debut match and attack match with Cody. Uh, one of the things that and it, it wasn't a bad match. It's just I don't see why they were going up against. I mean, I, I can understand why they're going up against these two members of the Dark Order, but you know, how can I put it? Commentary trying to oversell Matt. Uh, Matt Cordona, a.k.a. Zack Ryder, as the hottest free agent, put a sour taste in my mouth. Stop it. Don't overhype it. Don't oversell it. Yes, you could say, you know, free agent, but the hottest free agent? Come on, dude. I don't know who you're trying to sell this to, but I ain't buying. Um. It did show off his, you know, showed off his in-ring work. It's nothing that I haven't seen before. He didn't do any new move. I just hope that he doesn't get, you know, lost in the shuffle like everyone else uh, who's supposedly Cody's friend, you know, Sean Spears. Just throw that out there. I just hope this is something that actually works out. So that was also dope seeing that. And, and did you see that he actually got Pyro? he was so excited for that pyro. It was like, you know, I was in WWE over, over 10 years, never had pyro come to a W show. Once I got fireworks. So, you know, I guess that's a selling point, you know, to sign that contract. It's like, Hey, if you sign, you get pyro, bro. They never give you pyro in WWE. So, (laughs) so I thought that was pretty dope, you know, finally getting pyro, but yeah, the tag match itself was pretty cool.
2: Uh, it was like i mean i don't think his debut match i don't know i it was cool i don't know i guess i guess the point the selling point of the match was him getting pyro but i could have sworn oh, no he didn't get it never mind i thought he got it at wrestlemania 32 but he didn't but um yeah i mean he got pyro you know it, it, what is his move so what is his the rough rider called there now what is it the cardona rider i don't fucking know I just, the bro rider who fucking knows anyway i mean it was cool I, I think that i think his debut got overshadowed a little bit at the end with the whole thing with cody Rhodes and um damn it what is his name the one guy i forgot his name oh my god it's Brian fart anyway
0: scorpio scorpio yeah Scorp- Scott.
2: scorpio scorpio i'm sorry there we go close enough so I think his I think his debut got overshadowed with the hype of that match for next week for the TNT Championship. So, you know, I I, I think he's going to be another one where it's going to be like Heath Slater. You know, he's going to get he's going to have an average record there, maybe maybe what six and seven, and that's about it. But I don't see him making too much noise there, though. I don't know. I don't see what sets him different. From everybody else. You know, maybe I'll see a feud with Cody where he loses the feud and then he'll be on AEW Dark in the next month.
0: <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. I mean I mean, I I, I hate to sound like that, but that seems like what's gonna end up happening. I mean, this it, is just only one week, but you know, yeah, he's gonna feud with them. Um they're gonna feud him for the title. He's going to catch the L. Once he catches the L, he'll be on Dark. Maybe him and Sean Spears, a former tag team. I don't know. Cody's former best friends who put us on AEW, Dart. But, you know, I don't know. That that could happen, could not happen. Uh, one thing that did happen on AEW Dynamite, uh, former LAX, proud and powerful, Santana Ortiz going up against the best friends. Best friends end up coming out with that dub, but the retribution—no pun intended—after the match, Santana Ortiz fucking up, fucking up uh Trent's mom's van, which I thought was uh, hilarious. <laughs> you know, far as far as you know, the the response from them, gang, gang shit, right there, baby, gang, gang shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm just watching them, you know, spray paint it, you know, throw the sludge hammer through the through the windshield, knocking off headlights. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I like this. Like this, this, this some hood rat shit that I want to do with my friends. Like, I loved it. <laughs> you know, it just just seeing that, you know, I was like, OK, this is what I'm talking about. I want to see more out of Santana and Ortiz, you know, let them boys have a microphone and let them do some hood shit that I can relate to. On the normal basis, uh, but that was dope. But you know, but the challenge for you know the, the next week is like after we beat you, you're you gonna have to apologize to his mom, you know, over the phone or what was it through Skype or something like that? That that was hilarious. So I can't wait to see what happens there. Unfortunately, um, Matt Hardy got busted open the hard way by Sammy Guevara and. Sammy ended up getting some heat because of that. Did you see Matt Hardy's head get bust open cheap? That was because of a sheer shot? Well, you know, Sammy Sammy threw the chair and it hit Matt Hardy in the head. And he got bust open the hard way. I think
1: he got like 14 stitches. But you think that was meant to happen or this guy is sacrificing himself for... (laughs) For a little action, you know, because he beat his ass. And then he did this, you know, this move. I forgot what it's called. He just put him to a table, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, he got stitched up to, <laughs> I don't know, they picked up from where they left up, I guess, you know what I mean? So let's see what happens at the end, you know what I mean? It was kind of odd for them to follow with that beef after not addressing it since
0: Homeboy wasn't there, you know? That shit looked like a hurt. Yeah, that, that shit was gruesome. That shit hurt it. Reby did not appreciate it. Uh, she went to Twitter, you know, basically saying some shit about Sammy. But, yeah, that that, uh, that spot, mm, when I seen it hit Matt Hardy in the face, I was like, yeah, he busted open like I already knew what time it was. As soon as that chair landed, clink, I was like, yep, that's it. He about to be busted open. I mean, it was a good, it was a good shot, but a bad shot by, <laughs> by Sammy. I mean, great for TV, but, you know, definitely bad for Matt Hardy's head because concussions are real, but definitely enjoyed that coming out of AEW. Um, Looks like next week we got tag team appreciation. So we're going to see a lot of tag team matches on AEW next week. Can't wait to see some of the holes go down. But overall it was a solid booking of a show. Very, very solid booking. Very solid. So, oh yeah. Can't forget about Reba versus Big Swole, which really wasn't a real match. But you know, just wish once again AW please fix your misdivision fix it fix it now fix it well
2: all you got to do is go subscribe to Hills
0: so you can see all that shit yeah did you did you see that AW Hills like seriously so this is AW Hills is a Twitter account just for female fans of female wrestling it's like you name it A.W. Hills and you have pictures of hills inside of your avatar. I don't know, man. I mean, it's good marketing, what they're doing. They're trying to hit every demographic. I, I understand that. That's smart. That's very, very smart. But I just think that, you know, even with even with, you know, the outcry for things to be better in the women's division, it's going to take someone else to step in because, you know, I think Omega's running the women the women's division. A lot of people are you know giving Brandy slack about it to the point that she deleted her Twitter her Twitter account. But I don't know AAW Hills the fan club. I mean, yeah, it's cool. I mean, if that's what you want to have popping in 2020, by all means have it. But I think you should definitely fix the women's division before you put a fan club out there. That's just my two cents. Um, But AEW is going to have some scheduling changes for next week due to the NBA returning on TNT. So here's the schedules coming up on August 22nd instead of it. Uh, coming on that Wednesday, it's going to come on Saturday at 6 p.m. On August 27th, the AEW is going to be on at 8 p.m. On that Thursday, September 17th at 8 p.m. On Thursday, AEW will be debuting. My real question is, now that they're not going to have anyone to compete with, do you think AEW is going to be able to pull in over a million views on all of those days?
2: Probably not because I mean you're still gonna have NBA games on. They only you know they just don't come on TNT. They also come on ESPN, and I'm pretty sure that we're gonna probably get an ABC matchup at night too. So mm, no, I don't think so. I I don't think so. Nah. And then you probably still got UFC. You might I think you got some UFC events coming up too. So. Think I think Cromier and, and what's his name fight either next either that weekend of AEW going to Saturday or it might be the might be this weekend, one of them. So it might be this weekend or the next weekend, but you're gonna have some UFC fights going on and also you still got NBA games, so I don't think they will. If they do, that would be great. But I don't think they will.
0: Cheech, what you think? You think AEW's going to pull in over a million views, having their their days switch because of the NBA? Since they don't have anyone to battle against the wrestling ones.
1: Yeah, I'm, I don't think so. I think they're going to be close, but um, you know, some people might not. They're probably going to have the usual, you know, people. They might get some new new eyes on the. And, you know and the product just because of that time you know people are oh look this is all. let me check it out so you know I'm saying no but um it it's it possible somehow they will do that but um the change of time you know I mean I think might might be something that could like um you know not not help them but um they still got their following, so they'll be watching, you know what I mean? It's just,
0: you know, some something to get used to it, I guess, you know. I don't know, man. I mean, could happen, could not. I kind of dig the whole Saturday night uh, vibe that they have going on there at 6 o'clock. For all you WCW fans, we all knew that WCW Saturday night started at 6.05 uh, on Saturday night. So, we'll, we'll see. I mean they could possibly pull in a million views. I mean, they're on the island by by themselves. There's no wrestling on Saturday. Uh, there's not any wrestling on Thursday, as far as television-wise. So, I don't know. They could be on the island of their own. We can see what happens with it. But then again, you know, we've had other wrestling shows that came on those similar time slots in the past. And, you know, didn't do too well with with short notice. So we'll see what happens. Let's get into these rumors and news real quick. First off on the rumors, we got to talk about what the fuck was Marty Jannetty on? Uh, So for you all who are on on Facebook, Twitter, you know, IG, Marty Jannetty, I don't know what drug he was on or if he was on any drugs or if he was drinking that day, but he literally... Confess to a murder without saying that he confessed to a murder. What the hell is he on? Like, are you buying this, sheet? Do Do you think Do really body somebody and made someone disappear?
1: I don't know if y'all you know. I think he was uh, the original tag team for uh, New Jack. That was the original gangsters. You know, <laughs> no, but a aside, he. <laughs> it's crazy because you have. Fucking the that particular place from Atlanta, looking, you know what I mean, into missing files from people that been missing or something like that. You know, Marty Gennetti been, you know, he got stories, but um, he probably just finessing everybody, you know, just to just to see, like, man, I know how to work this shit. You know what I mean? I was the worker, (laughs) but um, it's kind of sad because it's like. You in the um, in the news for the wrong reasons, um, regardless of what how old was you, you know. In that, that's the thing in Atlanta. You know, if you're 13, you kill somebody, do so you be, you know, treated as an adult? <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, it's kind of fucked up because people are lashing to the negativity and you know, exactly. maybe the story they made the story more bigger than what should have been you know what I'm saying and um, I don't know it just fucked up and you know? uh, as soon as I saw it I'm like oh boy I could already see the Dark Side of the Ring you know what I mean you know, Marty Jannetty how many times he got fired and higher from the WWE and then this motherfucker man he he, wilded son. That was not what we respect him, but people made it, what it was, and you know, now there's an investigation opens from
0: a Facebook fucking post, 2020, y'all. You know, I mean, of course, part of the story is because the guy was trying to uh, have relations with him, uh, unwanted it and um marty wasn't having that so he hit him over the head repeatedly with a brick and made him disappear i guess but you know yeah people latched on to the part of well he might have killed somebody so i mean but this was picked up everywhere this was picked up tmz this was picked up on people's magazine this was picked up uh i'm just looking at all the different outlets that picked it up uh people's magazine um Mandatory pop culture. Uh, it goes on and on and on. Every every news source, Bleacher Report, reported on this. So I, I don't know if they're gonna do an investigation or not. I mean, I hope at this point. I mean, if he was thirteen, Marty, how old is? What is he? Sixty years old? Nah, they're I don't. I don't think they're gonna go back and charge him. But then again. You know, if things turn out to be the case, they may do it, but we'll see. Um, another rumor that's floating out there that we have to touch on. Uh, we have to touch on the fact that, even rumor, this is news. The Rock and his ex-wife by the XFL. How big is that? Like, literally, how big is that? From a guy who wasn't able to make it to the NFL to being part owner of a league that deals with the exact same sport. That's huge, bro. That is fucking huge. Um what are your thoughts uh-huh. on what what are your thoughts on the rock? Um buying the XFL. I
1: don't know. I think it's like he can <laughs> you know point blank. But um you know he was great in ballers, so um, think he could run a team <laughs> no but uh, it, it's dope you know what i mean um the fact that one of his partners is his you know his business partner pretty much which happened to be his, his wife you know the mother of uh, you know the of of the daughter of the rock god at uh, the performance center so it's huge you know 15 million that's a lot of money but for him that's fucking chunk change you know what I mean? And um, I don't know what's going to happen, you know what I'm saying, now moving forward, but it does definitely give it more, you know what I'm saying, like eyes on it just because of The Rock, you know what I mean? So, you know, everything that he does, you know what I mean? He, he does it with, with his style, you know. do has got tequila. he do got, you know, TV um, content, movies, you know, social media. Do you know. He ha- has it all. And,
0: Headphones, shoes, earbuds, oh, yeah. t-shirts. Yeah,
1: all that the armour shit. The shoe drops. Every everybody wants that shit now. People work out, buy the shit that doesn't even perhaps know him from wrestling. He was known from the movies, you know. and know, um, I don't know. It took me by surprise, but then again, you you know, who who better to to do that? Pretty much just looking, helping out bins, You know what I mean? And even though they file for bankruptcy and shit, but they still have to pay people that you know have were investors and shit. But um. Yes, it's definitely going to be something to see because you're going to see, cause gonna see just because if it's a rock, the wrestling community is going to, you know, report on it. And then you got the people, the you know, the sports that's going to report it, the news, all that, even TMC, you know what I'm saying? All that stuff is going to bring a lot of attention, so we shall see what happens you know, if they keep the names or they change them, you know, the New York jabronis
0: or the pudding pie Denver or something, you know. Dre, what was your thoughts on the Rock and Danny, uh, his his uh, ex-wife buying the XFL? I don't know. They
2: just bought it to me. I'm okay. I mean, what y'all going to do with it? That's the question, you know. Show, show me. With, with that league, it's just about showing me something like right now they bought it got it for a great deal 15 million that's a great deal so get you turn 15 million to a billion dollar uh corporation we'll see i doubt it but we'll see you know like i said they just cash they just struck on something that's what's cheap 15 million is cheap what you gonna do with it now that's all I'm saying.
0: I don't know. The XFL was thriving before COVID became very big. I mean, the ratings were up. People were starting to get into the XFL. I'm, they were,
2: I wouldn't say they were striving, but they were better than what they were. They was on the right path. I, I was definitely intrigued by the games. I definitely, I definitely thought it would be something. I thought it was better this second go around. Don't get me wrong. You know, like I said, you know, I just got to wait and see. You know, it's a fortunate COVID ruined the second stint. But, you know, that lead has been through the ups and downs. So, like I said, just show me something. But, yeah, you know, I agree with you, JT. It was it was good. Like, I, I was watching that. I was watching that right after the Super Bowl. I was, I was watching the games. It was some good-ass games, too. You know, just COVID happened to take over and end it.
0: Yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see what happens from here. I mean, anything can happen uh, from this standpoint. I mean, hopefully it's not a front. He buys it and gives to, gives back to Vince, which I don't think was going to happen. But, I mean, this this could be huge. I mean, there, there was an XFL football game in the works before COVID hit. So, there's a lot of things that could happen with this XFL deal. I mean, it looks like the most electrifying man in sports entertainment is literally the most electrifying man in sports and entertainment because he owns half of the league. He's part owner of a league. We ain't talking about just a team. Michael Jordan owns a team. He owns, you know, the Charlotte Hornets, you know. Um, Nelly is part owner of a team. You know, you talking about uh, owner of a league? There's only one other brother out there who's the owner of a league, and that's IQ. Nice so that's where I'm. That's where my mindset's at. I mean, uh, I mean, it's cool, but like I
2: said, it's. Big three, I, 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 I'm not going to compare the the big three in the XFL because Ice Cube is Of really, course
0: not. You can't compare the two. Yeah, he, he, he works hard. He's owner of the league.
2: Yeah, but I got to see something. Uh, like, you, you bought a, a league that's, like I said, it, it wasn't they fought and we belly up this time. You know, so what, what are you going to do with it? You definitely don't have Vince McMahon money. You know, you don't have billions back in this. So I think Vince put three hundred million into this league and you know, things happen. So, like what what's gonna be different from what you did with Vince on You know, that's what that's what I'm trying to see. But like I said, I mean he has it in his back pocket. I don't I don't believe he'll make a move till about twenty twenty two anyway, until COVID clears up, so you know I, I, you know, I definitely commend them, though. Black business, black owners, I'm used to that, you know. I mean, I'm not used to that, but, I, I, you know, I'm used to, you know, seeing that. So, you know, just, you know, let's just see where it go. You know, I'm hoping for the best, man. I definitely wanted to see this league succeed before COVID hit, man. So, I, I, I'm glad that it's... it's it's under good management, and like I said, I just want to wait and see. You know, I
0: hope it's good. Same here. And last rumor, this can actually be an interpromotional match. The North tag team of Ethan Page and Josh Alexander going up against FTR. Inter interpromotional tag team match. They had a little Twitter spat. Uh, Scott DeMore stepped in representing Impact. Said he has no issue with it tag chris jericho say hey how can we make this happen so i don't know could we see this happen could we get the north versus ftr on impact or the north versus ftr on AEW? why not just do a best out of three series on all platforms i mean i don't know the possibilities are endless but do you think we see impact and AEW working together uh in the, in the near future, if this is a possibility, last question of the night and let's go with Drake. Could, could I see AEW working with who? Impact Wrestling. No,
2: no, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so. Um, no, I, no, I, I can't really get no answer to this one. It's going to have to be a two part series you have to have a third tiebreaker. I think the argument will end. Well, that's where it will end. I'm pretty sure AEW won FTR to win. I'm sure Impact will want the other tag team to win. So, nah, I don't see it happening. It's not going to happen.
0: Cheech, do you see Impact and AEW having a working relationship uh, for this match to happen between FTR and the North? Do you think it's going to happen? happen? Uh
1: I believe it is gonna go down. And perhaps they'll do, you know, they refer to have a home and home and then have the blowout at the uh, you know, at the pay per view or something like that. I mean, think about it, you know, F T R the most established you could say, they're gonna get paid. You know what I mean? And um, I guess Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, they are a tag team. But do you actually see Ethan Page being on a tag team for, you know? Me personally, on the other two, like, I don't see FDR either or going for a solo, you know, a single run. You know, I just can't see it. So... With that being said, like, I think they could do it. And the fact that D.O. Moore, he's just not anybody, you know what I'm saying? I like, do actually got some pull in the company. And the fact that he's tweeting and tagging Jericho, you know what I'm saying? is get you talking just because the way everything's going on, you know what I mean? Perhaps that might be a strategy for AEW to go with because like that, you... You know, you got talent to put out there, you know what I mean? But, of course, it's easily said and done. If they sit down and talk about, you know, like I said, money and how the storyline going to come down, so it's going to be must-watch TV, you know, because nobody expected for that to ever happen, to have two companies working together in 2020, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I definitely see it happening. How soon it will be? That's another question, you know. Yeah, I could see it happen. You know, the working relationship between the two companies.
0: Yeah, possibilities are endless. I mean, if this works out, you can get the Motor City Machine Guns versus Generation Me, a.k.a. the Young Bucks. So there's a lot of things that can happen, man, if this goes through. But that's it on rumors and news. I mean, I think we cover pretty much everything. Uh, so, we're getting towards the end of the show, and of course, definitely want to thank you all for riding out with us for this lengthy ride of an hour and some change. Uh, thank you once again for listening to the last week's episode, uh, part one of What's Beef. Make sure you do definitely tune in to your social medias. Check out, of course, Wrestling Chairs on Twitter and IG to find out when part two is going to be released on their Podcast and part three will be being released on Dark Match Podcast, so uh, make sure you all do pay attention to both of their social medias. Uh, Wrestling Cheers is just how it sounds. Uh, if you're able to find Marcin Mikes, I'm pretty sure you're able to spell. So go ahead and type in Wrestling Cheers, uh, and you'll be able to find their social media available on Twitter, IG, and uh, the Book of Faces and Dark Match Podcast. Just exactly how it sounds. So if you typed in Marks and Mikes, I'm pretty sure you can read and spell Dark Match Podcast. So make sure you check out part two and three. The conversation is very detailed, very good. Uh, You finally get to the end of what happened. Why did we even have a beef in the first place? And the fact that the beef is over with grilled up and ate. So uh, with that being said, we have to remind you to wash your hands and wash your ass. And use what, Dre?
2: Use soap, people. Please use soap. We have to beat the curve. Please
0: use soap. Teach. let them know how they should be doing this. Damn it, I'll do it, my ass. God damn it. Do it, damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn
1: it. it. It's like not ass to face, not, not face to ass. That's the face that I but he just fucked up his own intro. This is some bullshit. Oh my god, I'm I'm melting. All right, get it together. G-G. Remember, it's not face to ass, but ass to face.
0: You still saying wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, his,
1: remember, it's face to ass, not an ass to face. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>